0: All right. Check, check, check. We do that too?
1: Check, check. David Jacoby, 1212.
0: Did you just burp? No. really smelly. Did I just burp? I think you burped. Whatever. Let's get started. The Press Box is here to catch you up on the latest media stories. Hosted by Brian Curtis and David Shoemaker, these guys have the insight on the biggest stories you care about. Check out The Press Box on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas' presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Dash, Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies' splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. (laughs) Thomas's Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large big gulp drink and you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog. Mustard. And that's it. That's it. I love a hot dog with mustard. Maybe if the chili if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a little chili, maybe a little nacho cheese, but I'm a hot dog and mustard guy. But if that sounds like your kind of bite, visit 711, valid through 1725. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early. Plus tax applicable on large, big gulp only. Participate in U.S. stores only. See app for full terms. All rights reserved.
0: Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Litman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's get 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. Quick question. Yeah.
1: You're going to leave in the part about my burp, aren't you?
0: No. I think you
1: should. Okay. I think you should.
0: Well, in case you guys were wondering, Jacoby just burped. I just burped and she
1: said it smells really bad, and she's like three
0: feet away from me? <laughs> Bl- way less. You're quite close.
1: That's how we start food news.
0: <laughs> All right. We're on the clock. We need to go. Um, any opening salvos? Anything after we did one week? Anything like you feel like you need to note?
1: I don't need to note this, and... I'm kind of upset that you asked, but if I'm being honest, I'm just so, so, so excited to be doing this again. Oh,
0: that's really nice. I am too. It's really fun. I hope you guys all liked it as well. We're having a great time. Um, okay, let's go. For some reason, when I'm with you, I feel like I need to, like, snap or clap. I don't know what it is. It's like a cheer vibe.
1: Well, okay, keep it going.
0: Okay. Bring it on,
1: first, is that, is they like to say.
0: First story. Monkey gangs are hooked on sugary drinks. This story comes from uh, to us from the sun in the UK. This is a story about monkeys that are attacking tourists in Thailand, specifically in Lop Buri, which I believe is how you say it, I'm sorry. Sorry if it is not. Um, and they're just going after the beverages in people's hands. It's pretty wild.
1: Okay, a couple things. Number one, I have dealt with the Thai monkeys before Whoa. firsthand. My wife and I went to our honeymoon in Thailand. It wasn't supposed to be the rainy season, but guess what? Rainy season came early that year. Didn't, Rough. Didn't September? really harsh our vibe too much. September? Oof, I don't know. Yeah. Recall is not my strength. Is, but Jacobi,
0: you know your anniversary. I know it too. It's September 11. So then
1: we went after that. So it was probably like October <laughs> Yeah, okay. October, because we went on a mini honeymoon first mini and then a moon. real one. Yeah, sure, yeah.
0: okay. It's not that weird to know, to remember when your honeymoon was, dude. It's usually tied to your wedding. That's fair. That's very fair.
1: I remember my wedding, Kay. September 11th. I
0: wasn't even there, and I know the date. Carry got a, on. Got
1: a discount in the venue in New York City. Don't judge me. But uh, <laughs> monkeys. They monkeys. They're much more like children than animals. Mm. They don't, like a squirrel is never going to run up and be like, run those chips. You know what I mean? Or like that doesn't happen with pigeons, like uh, in in or rats, like the, or animals that you like interact with in a normal s- society mm. here, stateside. Yeah, monkeys you have to interact with.
0: I mean, this article says that people, uh, people who live there, fill plastic tubes of syrup and sugar, so it's like basically juice, like cheap juice, and then the monkeys. Drink it, and so it's like they court this behavior almost. It's oh, yeah, part, whose
1: fault is this then?
0: It's part of the local culture. Well, I don't want to blame anyone. Oh no,
1: I'm blaming the people that like are like, hey, I'm making my monkey juice in the morning for the monkeys on my way to work. <laughs> like, no. But
0: yeah, Have you ever heard of the term of bug juice? It's like just really sweet water. Basically, it's like cheap juice. It's very similar. It's like monkey juice, bug juice, yes. all the same. Um, I, I also just, I think that, like, what this really gets to for me is that as humans, we assume we run the planet, and when animals are not afraid of us, it's really upsetting. That's, like, a big part of the problem with rats, in Great my point. opinion, is that, like, rats are just not scared of humans. I wish they were. I fucking hate rats.
1: I have. I'll, I'll see your rat, and I will raise you geese. Oh, God. Have you ever been around an aggressive goose before? <laughs> no, I haven't. Honestly, like, I would I would much rather see, like, Steven Adams in a dark alley than in an aggressive It happened one time in in Costa Rica. I don't think I've ever told the story to like my best friend.
0: Whoa! Turner's exclusive, Air Horn! I'm I'm
1: in Costa Rica walking alone down a like dirt road alley, stucco Mm -hmm. wall to my left and my right, and a goose is honking towards me. And this goose has murder in its eyes. Oh my God. And you would think, as a like 6'3", 200-bound human, I would not be afraid. (laughs) I turned tailed and ran.
0: Well, turkeys are kind of similar. And turkeys, there's an article. Turkeys are like taking over Staten Island. Turkeys are the same way. They'll just like go in front of your car. They don't give a shit.
1: They really don't care. They don't respect you. I think the monkeys in Thailand, especially monkeys sugared up by the syrup (laughs) and water, is there's a certain, there's a line of demarcation of, are you scared of me? And am I scared of you? I'm scared of monkeys. I'm scared of geese.
0: I'm scared of turkeys. Don't don't anger them. They'll attack you. Yeah. It's it's not great. In general, I would just say I I get it too. Like I too am addicted to sugar. So, you know, we we yes. all, we all need to get our drugs. And
1: there are tons of signs like at hotels where like a, you know, like the gringos like us go to, they're like, uh-huh. "Don't feed the monkeys, man. Do not do it." And I I feel like most people probably do it anyway cuz they're cute.
0: Yeah, they're cute. And you, and you think that like they're just gonna like run away after yeah. that but no then they they're they just
1: it. tiny instagram models they're cute <laughs> and they will suck your soul
0: these photos are really shocking check it out in the sun all right next story this comes to us from the new york times is gruyere still gruyere if it doesn't come from gruyere's so this is sort of like the champagne situation bourbon where, is like this is yes, well yes it's like foods that are named for a place and if it doesn't actually come from that place is it the same so like champagne Sparkling wine that's not from the Champagne region of France is technically not Champagne. This is like a very similar story. This is about Gruyere, which is from Switzerland, and apparently it's been made there since the 12th century. But here in the U.S., Gruyere can be made anywhere. So is American Gruyere really Gruyere? Jacoby, what do you say?
1: First point, the last three years, I've developed a huge Huge affinity for gruyere cheese.
0: Are you like doing fondue at home? Like, what's your no, vibe?
1: Fondue, no, never. We'll <laughs> save fondue for another food news, but I've learned that I really like gruyere cheese. It is really
0: good. How a sandwich? Melt it.
1: It wasn't until this article that I learned that it was a regional only thing. Mm. And I'm like, all right, guys, guess what? I don't care. <laughs>
0: It's true, like sparkling wine. I'm similar. I'm like
1: prosecco. Sure. It's the love same it. as champagne. Sparkling Some would rose. say better. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't you guys can have these little fights behind your little closed doors. But as a consumer, whether the Gruyere came from Switzerland or Wisconsin, I do not care. It is delicious when you cut it up and put it on a cracker.
0: I think it's important to note that like the courts have weighed in on this, and that's why it's a story. It's kind of similar to last week with the FDA and French the, dressing.
1: No, the Association of Dressings and Sauces.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my bad. The term Gruyere may once have been understood to indicate an area of cheese production, but the factual record makes it abundantly clear that the term Gruyere has now, over time, become generic to cheese purchasers in the United States. Yes. That's like a major, like, Europe, we don't care for you. Yeah. Get, get <laughs> out of does. here.
1: Who do, cares? We, do we have to have another revolution?
0: Also... <laughs> Gruyere cheese, really expensive, probably because if you get it from Switzerland or France, you're like – Great point. It's like an import. So if I can get a cheaper version that tastes the same to me, I'm good with yeah. it.
1: And guess guess what, Switzerland? We don't care if you make American cheese. Yeah, go We're for it. We're not taking you to court if you make a craft single. Nobody we don't w- care. Nobody
0: else wants to claim craft singles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so go ahead. It's probably not going to happen. We're going to
1: go wild with your Gruyere cheese. And guess what? <laughs> if you did a blind taste test, which we will never do because it would be boring, I would not be able to you tell the You would
0: have difference. no way of knowing at all. Okay, next. This is about celebrities, kind of, and food. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. They've been dating. I think, like, everyone and their mother is aware. If you consume any bit of uh, pop culture news, you're aware that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are dating. First, they were seen in Miami. Sorry, that was actually Kanye and Julia Fox. I don't even know if Pete and Kim went to... Oh, no, they
1: went to a movie theater in Staten Island. They went to a movie theater in Staten Island. And they rented out the movie theater, but even if they rented out the movie theater, entered through a back exit, they still were photoed.
0: I wonder how that happens. Hmm. Anyway, Kim and Pete, they took their love to L.A., and they went out for dinner at the very popular John and Vinny's on Fairfax in Los Angeles, and they followed that up by getting ice cream... At Rite Aid, which, I didn't know this until I lived in L.A., in fact, is famous for having ice cream. Oh, they have a full, like, Ice cream situation. Thing, it's not yeah. like they're, like, going to like, a cold case. Like, it's a scoop shop within ice. I- yes, within it, is, it is not
1: like, and you can go to the freezer and get a pint of ice cream. They have a full, like, Baskin-Robbins 31 Flavors ice cream situation in Rite Aid. Yeah. And I can't imagine the place where I'm like, hey, can I get, I don't know, a flu shot? <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and also Two scoops yeah, of strawberry. And two scoops of strawberry. Put some sprinkles on top of that. <laughs> like, I, I have questions about this, though. First of all, Los Angeles pizza scene. We can talk about that for a million years. There's basically like four places that people go to. John and Benny's is one of them. They're all pretty good. Here's the
0: thing. LA has great food.
1: People it, complain about pizza in LA. It's great.
0: Good. Garage Pizza, which I used to live across the street from. Which
1: is not even like one of these fancy four places. No, it's a slice it's shop. A slice shop. It's fucking delicious. If you... T- teleported, transported garage pizza to New York City. People would like People it. People would not bat an eyelash. No. The garage pizza's not very good. They There's
0: prime pizza on Fairfax. That's very good. There's plenty of good pizza in LA. There's yes, LA has great food Maza, in, in general. Moza, whatever it's called. Moza, yeah. yeah. That's fancy, but like slice, sh- good. Yeah, even the slice shops are good. John and Vinny's is also... Like fancy, no. no. But John and is like a real thing. Like they're they're. I would say their pasta is what people really love, but their pizza is great too. There's now two John and Vinny's. One is in Brentwood. This one they went to the one on Fairfax. It's just like to me, the main thing about this is like they're just going places to be photographed and calling. And yes, calling
1: people it's to a very them. popular section of Los Angeles that I've gone to many times. Being like, oh, they have cool like streetwear stores there. I'm gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. and then I go there and I'm like, I am. Two decades too old for this scene. I'm not gonna wait outside. What is happening? People are skateboarding. Everyone's a teenager. Do you guys have to be in school like that? Certain area of Los Angeles makes me feel very old.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I would just say they they're based on the photos. It doesn't look like they ordered enough food, which like I guess shouldn't Ooh, be surprising. That we
1: need to drill down on.
0: But like I look at this their- is
1: Daily Mail. Daily Mail.
0: Oh, wait, that's enough food? Two personals. Take two people. Wait a second. <laughs> They have two pizzas. No,
1: two cheese pizzas. They're Twenty like the same pizza. What kind of psychos would do that?
0: I think Pete Davidson. Like I could see Pete Davidson. I don't. I don't know. No no, I no, no,
1: no, no, no. But I
0: could see Pete Pete Davidson be like, I just only eat this one kind of pizza.
1: This couple's not going to
0: last. <laughs> so they have salad, I think, and two pizzas, and that's it. No, like, two
1: salads. It's almost like they don't like sharing food.
0: I don't know, man. Also, I used
1: to work at a pizza place. I'm sure we'll cover this later. I love the people that are like, yeah, like a pizza with pepperoni and sausage and meatball and a Diet Coke. It's like, bro, if you're (laughs) cutting the calories... (laughs) <laughs> you had a lot of other options. There are a lot of other forks
0: in the road you could have taken. I was going say, Diet Coke, some people just get an affinity for the taste. I like Diet Coke as well. Me too. I like the but taste like,
1: of it. You like, know, you know what I'm, tra- yes, point I'm trying to make here. Yes, of course. But I think if you are on a date and you have two personal pizzas and you get the same type, that can't work.
0: It's like, just share.
1: You're not yeah. collaborating. Sure. You're not discussing. You're not communicating. You're not optimizing. You're not efficient. This is not going to work.
0: They also should have gotten a pasta. Like, John Vinny's has really good pasta. This can't be a carb decision because like they're having pizza and Mm -hmm. maybe it's like a low carb crust, but like this is still like not a healthy meal. Just get the fucking pasta.
1: Get one pasta, one pizza.
0: I don't, I don't understand. And then they're not drinking. They're only having Diet Coke, which I assume is because Pete Davidson has had abuse issues issues in the past. So like that's, I support them and commend them on that. But like, this is just really weird. Also, this photo is like close up. So and John and Vinny's, Good point. John and Vinny's is very small.
1: A little pixelated, so it could be a wider photo that was blown up.
0: Maybe, but John and Vinny's is really small. Like, it's not, mm. it, it's acoustics are bad in there, too, because all wood. It's, like, very really Uncomfortable,
1: uncomfortable. It
0: just seats. seems like a bad date. It just does also, like, I don't know. I just, I mean, I know it's shocking that a Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson relationship might not last, but, like, this is just ridiculous. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. Okay. There's two slices taken from one pie. Mm-hmm. Zero slices taken from the other pie. So they're going to go through one pie and then move on <laughs> to the other pie? Maybe
0: they're going to bring it home.
1: None of this makes any sense. None of this makes any sense.
0: It's really confusing. Also, um, the pictures of them in Rite Aid, like someone's just like fucking following them around. Also, I'm sure I've been to this Rite Aid. It's like, I'm Beverly. I know I know it well. Like, I, I just, this is so bizarre. These are like close up in like these very small Terrible spaces.
1: Terrible date, by the way. Terrible I, date.
0: Okay. I actually disagree. John and Vinny's followed by a Rite Aid. Like, sounds good to me.
1: No, no. It, I, I could do it better than that, though.
0: Sure. Like, I would I, make like, a
1: better order at John and Biddy's and than being like, at Rite Aid, we're going to go ham and go down every aisle well, and go shopping. And, I like, like to browse. Spend, yeah. Yeah, spend <laughs> 50 minutes in this Rite Aid. That's what we're going like, to
0: do. I'd like to check out the different kinds of like face wash and like what kind of lotions do they have here? and like Do they have a good deal on shampoo? Like, I would love to, to do every aisle at CVS or Rite yes. Aid.
1: Yes, on a first or second date that you would learn so much. It would you be would really learn so much funny. about somebody. Yeah,
0: it would be awesome. So
1: yeah. It's like it, going
0: to the grocery store, which I also really enjoy.
1: As someone who doesn't date, I recommend going to a gigantic like Dwayne Reed CVS Rite Aid and walking through every single aisle and getting like a cart and spending $300. And there's is just, just be like, you would learn more about that person than, <laughs> than any other date in the world. Seriously. It's a great point by you. However, they're also competitive dating right now. Yeah. And this is not going to get them ahead.
0: Yeah. It's true. Like Kanye and Julia Fox are like, we are an interview magazine together. What are you yes. two doing? Yeah, you
1: guys are at Rite Aid getting ice cream.
0: Yeah. Good luck. And also,
1: you know Kim Kardashian doesn't eat pizza and ice cream in real life.
0: No way. There's yeah. no way she eats either. But that's fine. You know, to each their own.
2: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com.
0: All right, next. This is kind of along similar lines. This is from Eater, and there's a new trend happening where bookstores are introducing wine and bars so that you can drink while browsing books. Mm-hmm. And I am really into this trend. I think that sounds fantastic. I was just in Mexico City where there was a few like bookstore slash cafes, but like not in the way like Barnes and Noble has like a cafe in it, but like more seamlessly integrated, cool vibe, feels very European. I was very into it. And I was like, this is a great place to spend time.
1: I support this. I combine books and alcohol six days out of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, Jacoby's go-to move is going to a bar by himself, sitting at the bar. Sitting
1: in the back. No, not at the bar. Oh, sitting? I don't sit at the bar. Oh, no, no, really? Because no, 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 no. you don't it's, want to
0: talk to anyone. I don't want to talk to
1: anybody. Gotcha. I've got the
0: book. Gotcha. Okay. I
1: don't even want to talk to the servers. So just
0: beer, beer and... No,
1: cocktail. Okay.
0: Yeah. Can I just slight personal aside. Uh, over the weekend, I was like... I'm just gonna go out for brunch by myself, and I went to a Mexican place, and I sat at the bar. I read, so I very similar Jacoby yeah, move, but it smelled so strongly of tequila. I was like, "Am I drinking right now?" And I was just having coffee. It was like noon. I was like, it just smelled so strong. It was insane. Anyway. I like that story. Thank you. Personal booze news. Personal oh, booze, booze news. Oh, this is booze news. We've got to brand this. Booze, booze news. news. <laughs> this is booze
1: news. I love this idea. And also, like, from, like, a like a producer-executive standpoint, uh-huh. you'll spend more time in the bookstore course. if you're drinking. Of course. You know, so it's, it's that simple. So it's like people go to bookstores. I, if I go to a bookstore, I'm looking for a particular book. I don't browse. I'm like, do you have this? They'll say yes or no. I'll get it, and then I'll leave. Like, I'm in and out in seven minutes. If you're like, hey— glass of pina grigio yeah Yeah, i would love that
2: totally
0: adult adult only bookstore would be great um i do like to browse i love seeing the staff recommendations so like this is just playing into all the things i like spending time having some drinks i i think this is another perfect first date you're like let's meet at the bookstore and get a drink and then also bookstores sell puzzles now and you know i love puzzles and i'm just like they've got if you combine alcohol books puzzles Puzzles. and just like hanging out it's like a chick it's like my version of disneyland you can't talk you can talk. You can talk in bookstores? It's not a fucking library. It's a bookstore. I don't go to bookstores
1: with people. I go to bookstores by myself.
0: I just go to them all the time. Like, literally on Sunday after I had brunch, I went to three bookstores. I was just, like, walking around. You're amazing. <laughs> one was only cookbooks.
1: You're amazing.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm a huge loser. Who's to say?
1: Big shout to Pillow Cat Books in the East Village, <laughs> which only has animal-based books.
0: Um, interesting. Okay, I don't know that one. This, this uh, Eater article points out parody Spooks and Bread in North Miami, which is a great name.
1: I live, I uh, work right by Jackson McNally. McNally in,
0: Jackson, uh, wonderful McNally, store. Jackson,
1: yeah. Which and They've, one? they've got, um, first of all, people are going to chase me down. Oh, sorry. Extremely famous, Juliet. No, the one on Fulton Street in the seaport.
0: Oh, yeah. That's and, a great uh, one. Yeah, Everyone it's, knows it's, ESPN's there. Yeah, it's fine, dude. I
1: know. I'm not kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no one cares about me. I literally tweeted my phone number once. Like, no you one did? talked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to. I thought it was a DM. Like, no one called. I was like, that sucks.
0: <laughs> That's a disaster. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm going to cry. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash! Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies' splendor, for each one is unique like a snowflake. <laughs> Thomas's, huzzah, a toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com.
0: Next, we promised we were going to keep this uh, podcast not too New York centric and we'll do our best. We just happen to live in New York. Hey, we both love it here. Anyway, the story is about New York. I apologize. That's the end of the preamble. This is from food and wine. Diners are using Reddit to sell their non-refundable restaurants and Michelin star restaurants. Um, This comes via Reddit, and someone posted, according to Food food & Wine, that they paid $1,366.08 for the signature menu in the main dining room at a two Michelin star restaurant. Uh, It's modern Korean. It's called Jungsik, and they couldn't make it to dinner, so they were posting it there. So people are like... Just like trading in their the reservation wow, on Reddit. It's
1: like uh this is like 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 the secondary ticket market mm-hmm. meets NFTs, yeah, meets like people that have way too much money to spend on restaurant experiences.
0: Yeah, it's like someone wanted to go to Eleven Madison Park, which was featured on Netflix and now mm-hmm. is vegan. Someone wanted to go to Sukimi. someone wanted to go to Atomics. I don't know either of those. I've only been to Eleven Madison Park. Of that list, but I think this is really intrepid. I like it. I also think it's good for the restaurants. Like, the, you know, a big problem across the country and really world is that restaurants are having a hard time because of the pandemic. So this is great.
1: Yes, you know, this is uh, more booze news. Like, Dry January has been attacked by the restaurant industry.
0: Yeah, I agree. we agree. Fuck yeah. dry January. Wet
1: January. <laughs> 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 January all the way. Double down. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? 2022 is going to suck, too. Yeah. So let's start it off with a bang.
0: It's off to a pretty shitty start. So, like, just drink, people.
1: And I like this, and I think that if if I was in the restaurant industry and I worked at one of these high-end restaurants, I would be a little bit concerned that they could get out of control. But as long as you're not, like, underselling. Yeah. But, like, guess what? If someone's going to spend $1,000 on a reservation, you want them in your building anyway.
0: Is there any meal you can have that you're like, that's worth $1,000 to me? No. Because— me neither. Like, experience, yes. Like, if I'm paying for, like, some amazing, like I said, experience, like, the ambiance is a big piece of it, too. But there's no single meal that I'm like, I need that, and I will spend $1,000. Oh, a
1: thousand? I think some people don't know about, The number for about, me like, is much lower.
0: What's your— I mean, like— Well, the, I've got
1: a—first of all, you know, I'm not rich, but, like, when it comes to, like, wine or steak or champagne— or booze. Yeah. I've got I kind of get up to like $100 and I'm like, is it really going to be that much different? Right. Like is the is the wagyu going to the $400 like wagyu tomahawk going to be that much different than the the $60 porterhouse?
0: I can I'm not sophisticated enough to tell the difference and like part of going to restaurants is again the ambiance for me. Like, one of my camp friends put it really well. Like it's not worth going if you can't overhear someone else's conversation. Like Oh wow. Like you want to be close enough to other people for the opportunity of eavesdropping.
1: So of the senses, I prefer sight over sound mm. in that regard. Mm. Like I want to look at pretty people and just like and and, and then let's like see the, the the clothes that they're wearing and the lighting and the and the things they put on the walls. Like ambiance to me is more visual than audio. Uh,
0: oral. Oral? Yeah. oral. There you go. A- now, oral is, it R F L. Doesn't work on
1: podcasts. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oral medium. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do one more story before we get into Ten our taste minutes. test. There's so many good options here. Shout out to producer Mike Wargon for putting them together. Great what, job, by Mike. One more story from food and, from Food and Wine, just because it's timely. Who's news? Lay's no Lay's grew potatoes with dirt from 29 NFL stadiums and turned them into chips. Um, to celebrate Lay's return to the Super Bowl advertising after a 17-year hiatus, FYI, no one noticed, the brand has launched at Lay's Golden Grounds, NFL team brand of potato chips made with spuds grown in fields that have been mixed with a bit of dirt from 29 of the league's teams. Um, this is ludicrous and just, like, ridiculous. And also, do they all have, like, do, like, the domes and, like, AstroTurf even have dirt? Like, do all of the fields have dirt? No, they don't. Juliet, Yes?
1: I'm 100% on board with this. Why? I'm 100% on board with this. I once was gifted a small vial of dirt from Fenway Park where they like won the World Series. Yeah. I don't even Which know if one? it was real. Oh, there's only one, really. Let's be honest. The first one, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm i on board. This is one of those things where like you're in the like pitch meeting mm-hmm. and there's like, there's like a 24-year-old that didn't talk for like 75 minutes. Like, <laughs> hey, um... I know we're wrapping up, but like just imagine we took some dirt from Soldier Field and made <laughs> potato chips and put them out in the Chicago market and charged a premium. And and like everyone just like is shuffling their papers and getting ready for their next meeting. And someone was just like, you know what? That is absolutely genius.
0: You know, I think that I'm like, this is stupid because I don't really think about where from whence my potato chips came. Like, I don't think about the potatoes that they are born from. I Idaho,
1: like, right? Like just
0: <laughs> Or weird. Ireland. I don't even I have no know. Idea, but like yeah. Are, are like mass produced potato chips actually from potatoes? Like, I, I need the FDA to let me know. Like, is that part of the official definition? Like, I, oh. there's so many different kinds of chips. My like, kids
1: are big into Pringles, and I'll just like sometimes I like, oh, I so love I Pringles. L- sometimes I look at a Pringle too long, and I'm just like, don't do this to yourself. I know. <laughs> don't do this to yourself. It's like, I'm just like, I'm like, how did they, huh? How does this? I'm just like, friggin', it how it, does it happen? It. So don't even bother. Don't even bother. But I will say that, like, one thing you can never underestimate is the insane. Fanatical, yeah, fandom that people have for these teams. I
0: know the NFL's so wacky. I don't get it because I don't have a team. Yeah, I don't,
1: yeah, like, like, I don't really have a team either. But like, but what I I do have the objective view of the world to understand that there's a small percentage of the people that like these teams that like literally decorate entire rooms right. and have entire wardrobes and live entire lives based on the success or failure of these teams. Also, like, and they will buy some potato it's chips. It's
0: probably a pretty low investment for the gimmick. And probably the the reward for whatever two teams make it is probably so high because in that those two yes. cities, people will go out and buy chips for their parties and be so excited. They'll want to remember the Super Bowl. So, whatever. I'm, I'm
1: not good at math, but somewhere there's someone in corporate America that is that works in the food space. Because remember when, like, Coke was putting your name on Coke bottles and mm-hmm. cans? Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, what are the Carolines? But the Carolines that see this are going to freak out. I think this is the same sort of thing. It's like you're going to hit some customer so hard that it's going to work out for you financially. Right.
0: Okay, well, maybe you're right then. All right. Time also, to do a taste test.
1: Before I say that, big fan of like a plain Lay's potato chip that too. would me too. Like it is, it is like, I'd I'll take chips. that over Cape Cod. I'll take, no, I'll take that over Lay's. No. I'll take that over Ruffles. I'm offended. I'll take that over...
0: Uts howls a, as a part-time Cape Cotter, I feel personally attacked. So. I that's
1: why I said that first. I know that's why I said that it's first. Really,
0: really rude. Okay, time for our taste test. We are taste testing some sparkling waters. They're called Camino. I got them at a uh, Japanese market in my neighborhood as I walked to do this podcast. Um, I got three flavors. Mm-hmm. I got them because the packaging looked really nice. Honestly, and I love sparkling water. It's one of our shared passions. We they, yeah,
1: we have we talk about sparkling water like at least five percent of our conversations. Yeah. My wife is very Your much involved super in the marketplace. Into them, yeah, yeah Spindrift gang, so gang, gang.
0: Whenever there's an opportunity to try new ones, I always want to. So we're gonna yes. try three flavors. I think that they are orange, apple, which is really interesting because I don't see that very frequently. It's mm. called Ringo. I think that stands for apple. I'm gonna look it up. Stands for means.
1: Means, sure. <laughs>
0: And Umi, which I believe is lychee,
1: looks like a lychee to me.
0: Yeah, we'll look it up. Um, so we're gonna give them a taste. These were pretty cheap. They look, come really nice packaging. And oh, like,
1: so you you taste? I'll talk. Okay. Um, well, you said pretty cheap. I found that interesting because there's only like eight ounces in it. It looks it looks expensive to me. Like if you were to tell me that this costs more than a Le Croix or a Spindrift, I would, I would not be surprised. And one thing I do like about them is they're not zero calorie.
0: No. There's Interesting. One is
1: two calories, one is 18 calories, one is 32 calories, which I appreciate. I don't really trust truly zero calorie beverages. Me neither. It's I lie. like low calorie it's beverages. It's probably like
0: zero at like a very small volume or something, but like obviously it can't actually be zero.
1: Quick aside, I hate it when it's like one serving size, zero calories, two serving size, five calories. Like yeah. show
0: me the math. <laughs> I know. How does this work? <laughs> <laughs> it
1: adds up. <laughs> Show me the math here. Mm. All right, you go.
0: Very fragrant. This lychee one is good. It's a little tart. I wasn't Ooh. expecting that. Mm. It's good, and also the bubbles aren't too strong. This is sort of like a juice. It's like a bubbly
1: Ooh, no. juice.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, that's 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 solid. I think one thing that's important is the amount. It's not just the taste. It's how bubbly is the beverage. <laughs> Yes, and that is not a very bubbly beverage.
0: I like that. Like I sometimes it varies, but like when you open like a, a can of like Schweppes or like, like a Perrier. Well, those are usually like there's a lot of variation. Yeah, the cheapest seltzers usually have the harshest bu- harshest bubbles, and as you go yes. up the price scale, the bubbles are softer and more yes. delicate. This is on um, this is more delicate. Okay, I, again, I'm trying Apple now.
1: Are oh, you trying Apple? Which this is the 32 calorie. And it's also This disgusts
0: me. Oh, my 8.
1: God. 8.45. Oh, man, I wish you didn't say that. But oh. you have to fill while I, t- while I drink. Oh, my
0: goodness. It tastes like like fermented apple. I don't like it at all. Ugh, not for me. And I love apple juice. It's just not sweet. It's like a tart apple. These are tart. That's my takeaway.
1: This take might have been a mistake.
0: It's really gross. This, this there's a reason why there's not apple seltzers.
1: Um, quick question for you, though. Um, I don't read Japanese, but it says, Kamingo Ringo... Oh, Camino, Camino Ringo, sparkling water. And then at the bottom it has it says 23%. Well,
0: they're honest. What does that mean? I don't know. This is only 23% like 1% juice? I think like it might seven, be juice yeah, percentage.
1: Juice. Okay, juice percentage. Well, they might be, they should have dialed back the apple juice in this one.
0: <laughs> the lychee one is only one percent. So it's very, it's very low. But I
1: preferred that one. So now we're sorry, moving this on. was
0: plum. It wasn't even it wasn't even lychee. I was that, wrong. the
1: picture doesn't look like a plum. <laughs>
0: it's a plum. It's not what a plum looks <laughs> this like. This comes from San Francisco, by the way. Distributed really? by Camino Drinks, San Francisco, California, 94110. Huh. So there you go. All right, last one, orange.
1: Mm. I, I have high hopes for orange. I like that. Orange. I have high hopes It'd be for a good orange. mixer.
0: It'd be a really good mixer.
1: Oh, I like where your head's at. Let me taste it and, and make my suggestion of what to mix with.
0: Like, you know, there's a few different directions you could go, but, like, I think this is a really good foundational beverage. You can build on it, mix some other things in. It's it's really, like, satisfying and clear. Yeah.
1: That one's uh, refreshing. I could drink that by itself. Me too.
0: That's a really good and one. And also,
1: one of the things I like to do is uh, put sparkling beverages over ice. Do you know why? Why? It takes out some of the sparkling punch. Mm. Because the ice, the coldness reacts with the sparkle, and it makes all those bubbles, and it kind of like gets too crazy. Wait 10 seconds. Guess what? You've just taken a little of the bubbles out of your sparkling water.
0: <laughs> Smart. You're a genius, Jacoby. It's just
1: experience. It comes with age.
0: Well— Thank you to Camino. Interesting. I'm going to keep an eye out for this. I'll dabble. Yeah, here's my thing. It.
1: Eight point four five ounces doesn't do it for me.
0: I like Two a small beverage minutes. sometimes. Really? No. I don't no. know. I just drink so many of them. I have to. I'm cycle a gigantic through. person.
1: I will finish this eight point four five ounces while you set up the next. I'm
0: a, I'm a slow beverage beverage drinker, and, which is funny because I constantly have them and I work on like several at one time. Like my desk is a sea of drinking receptacles. All right. Next personal food news. Jacoby, you go first. Keep it short. We've only got two minutes left.
1: See, I just finished that. You can check me on this feed. After this, I'm recording with Joe House oh. and Craig. Oh. I'm cooking Skyline Chili. Cooking? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, reheating. Okay. It's been sent to me. Skyline Chili, Buffalo Wings, Hot Nashville Chicken. Oh,
0: my God. So this is part of Kansas the- Kansas
1: City Ribs. The
0: NFL eating challenge that, yes. you, that House and is leading. And that is leaving. happening
1: later today. You can check that out. That is my personal food news for the week.
0: That's exciting such a cheat that's just like part of ringer food personal food news is like hey on my big sunday out when i went to have brunch by myself okay. and also went to three bookstores well, i stopped at my favorite bodega
1: mine is a question then i'm not I, done no fine my son okay and my wife i've got this special hot sauce i've been eating since i was a kid oh. my dad called inner beauty hot sauce okay it's a scotch bonnet pepper, Caribbean-style hot sauce, made in Massachusetts, I believe. It's an excellent hot sauce. My favorite hot sauce. Extremely hot. I couldn't have it. So, they just they found that the bottle was expired.
0: 30 seconds. And threw it away. Oh, my God. Does hot sauce expire?
1: Thank you. I feel like hot sauce could last for 10, 15 it's like, years. It's like
0: mustard. Like, deli mustard. so fake. And I wasn't
1: consulted. We're running out of time. You got to go with well, you,
0: inter- you interrupted me very quickly. My big day out, I went to my favorite bodega that is stocked with a wonderful- I thought that was hypothetical.
1: I'm sorry. No. Oh, I thought it was hypothetical. We can go over time then.
0: Oh, my God. I thought you were giving
1: an example of a no. food news story. I no. would have never done that then. I apologize.
0: That was so- I apologize. I was wondering that was why you were being
1: so rude. Yeah, I thought you were like, no, food news, personal food news is supposed to be something like. I thought you were going to be a hypothetical. And no. I was like, okay, okay, sorry, I'm like, sorry. On my like big
0: day out where I felt like I was drinking- though I wasn't. And I was just having coffee and a lot of water and a delicious breakfast burrito at this Mexican place followed by three bookstores. Before that, I stopped at my favorite bodega before getting on the subway and my bodega has just an amazing beverage selection, both Mm. alcoholic and non-alcoholic. And like, sometimes I just get sick of drinking water, don't we all? And so... I discovered this like small batch iced tea, which the only iced tea they make is peach iced tea, which is my favorite kind. I love all peach beverages. Best time. It's Best so, kind. so, so, so good. It's called Brooklyn Best. They make three things, peach iced tea, lemonade, and a peach iced tea Arnold Palmer with those things together. oh, I like that last one. And they were so good. I was like, holy shit, I love this. I immediately follow them on Instagram. And on the subway, I ordered 54 cans. I, I mean, I ordered, sorry, not 54 cans. I ordered 18 cans. It was oh my God. so, and then it came the next day. It was incredible. It was the next so, day. It was so, local. Is local too. I so love that you are like fifty-four like is
1: crazy. So is eighteen. You know.
0: Well. I just like to have a lot of beverages. So anyway, it was so good. Brooklyn Bass. And it's just like, discovering a great new beverage, then you can order in bulk and have come very quickly. is such an incredible delight. So shout out to them. I was really excited about it.
1: Can I apologize again for interrupting your food news?
0: No, because we have one last thing to talk about very quickly. We and are then already to time. I know, but I just want to say the 22nd of this month, January 22nd, in a few days, is National Hot Sauce Day. And I was glad you told a hot sauce story, even though you interrupted me as a result. And... Very briefly, where do you stand on these garbage national food days, like holidays? Last I understand that people day. get excited
1: about them, but if imagine living a lifestyle where you like followed all of these to a T, it would it would it'd be like prison. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's like, it's like food yeah, yeah, it would just be like, oh, now it's donut day, and now it's pizza day, and now it's hot dog day, and now it's mustard day. It's just too much, oh, it's too way, much, way too much.
0: Well, we did it. That's food news for you this week. I'm Juliette Littman.
1: I'm David Jacoby-Sauerpuff for interrupting you.
0: Uh, Thank you to Mike Wargram for producing this episode. He's the best. And we'll be back next week.
2: This episode is brought to you by State Farm.